And you know, All right, we have been by. gone for Love a while. Talk radio. Stand by. Okay. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. The smoothest show on internet radio. Your host, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds. Talking Smooth Jazz, where you meet the artists. It is Sunday, March 6, 2016. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen, along with Mr. Mike Reynolds. Mike, how are you? Hey, Terry. How's everything today? Oh, everything is going well. Everything is going well. I want to thank a couple of people in the chat room. I'm Joe from Germany as well. Welcome, Joe. Welcome to those in the chat room. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Third Force's Global Force picture that will bring you into the show uh, profile page, and below that is the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485. 646-716-5485. Today, Mike and I are very excited to speak to two members of Third Force. They have released a brand new CD, their first in over 10 years, called Global Force, and we're happy to have William Aura and Greg Dobbin on the show. Welcome, guys. Thank you, dear. This is wonderful. Thank yeah, you, Terry. And meet my co-host, Mike Reynolds. Hey, guys. Hi, Mike. How you guys doing today? Awesome. Doing real good. We're we're in California having to deal with this rough weather, but we'll get by. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> it's it's headed our way. We we're already getting it here in Vegas. We got high winds and some. We're expecting rain tonight and into tomorrow. So we're getting the tail end of your storm, uh, for sure. <laughs> Yes. So I want to share how I first heard of Third Force. I was living in the Bay Area at the time, and I walked into a convenience store, and on the radio, Force, the album Force of Nature was playing. I don't remember if it was the title track that was playing, but I waited until the song ended for the DJ to announce who it was, and then I went and bought the CD. So that was the Force of Nature release, and I've been a fan ever since. That's a great story. That's wonderful. Yes, ever since. Let's add our story. Every time you say Force of Nature, Craig and I have the same thing come up that nobody knows about. Yeah. Uh, Craig came out to my home here in Ojai, and we had a really bad monsoon season that year. And a mountain uh, just down the road from where I live came sliding down and covered the road. And Craig Dobbin was stuck here. How many days, Craig? Three days. I was stuck Three there. Three days. In the city. Yeah, he, he couldn't couldn't get home if he wanted to. And uh, mm. uh, we didn't have an album title at the time. We were working on the album, so we're sitting here and we go on the internet and uh, we just start throwing out to some fans, say, "Hey, we're working on this album and we're kind of stuck here. The mountains come down and." Uh, we don't have a title, and people were throwing out names left and right. And then when Force of Nature came out, of course that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and from there, did that start the um, t- titles after that with the word Force in it? Well, the first the first one is uh, Third Force. And uh, is, is that the second one, Craig? Yeah, Force of Nature was number two. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, 
I don't know what happened. I didn't think I ran out of ideas, but I kind of thought playing on that word was kind of fun. And as the more we got into it over the years, we realized that it's really a deep word and has many meanings and levels for people. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's our hook. We're we're the fourth guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can All right. remember when we when we released the third record, Vital Force. I mean, that was that was the turning point. I knew, like, we knew when we came out with that title. We were either going to use force for all of them, or we had to change them. So it just became, you know, and it's it's become fun. Um, I hope it doesn't get to like album twenty five being named like Force Fed or something. But I don't <laughs> think <we're there> yet. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was an inside joke, Craig. <laughs> Well, we're happy to have you guys back. Um, welcome back with your new release, Global Force. So let's um, tell us about this, and why did it take so long for you guys to release another CD? Okay. You, you, you Craig, or me? You can take it, William. I know. All right. Finish up. Uh, well, you know, dear, um, I was in the, with um, um, Higher Octave Music with EMI for 18 years, and we had a great run. And the music business kind of uh, fell apart in the early 2000s. And, uh, um, you know, there became a time to where it just was unclear on what our future was. And Craig went off into his world of successful uh, television uh, music scoring and commercials and and many wonderful things he's doing. And I went down a path of uh, some social action work in Asia and working for Playing for Change and creating music programs and in um, third world countries and things like that. And and uh, we kind of separated our ways, even though we live not far from each other. I didn't see him for a long time, and I just missed my, my brother Craig. And So I, I said, why don't we just get together and just play? I brought my guitar. He had his keyboards. And we played with no intention of really recording anything or releasing anything. It, it just started out as old friends playing again and, and missing that. And we mm. took almost five years of, of doing that before the album was completed. And, and i, I got to tell you, we never thought for sure it would be completed or we would get a record deal or it would even be charted or people would even remember us. But all of that was not in our mind. What was in our mind was that we wanted to play again together for our, its own sake and not consider any commercial considerations. And this is what mm-hmm. we ended up with. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. Now, you know, you know, you guys have been with uh, Higher Octave for so long. I actually thought that Higher Octave was your label, and everything. I noticed you guys had, uh, yeah. I mean, you guys were like, like the the well, say it, the driving force of that label. Uh, like mm-hmm. you, of course, they had like Acoustic Alchemy. You guys had uh, uh, Brian Hughes were label mates, and and of course, a group that's still out today, Four Eighty East, and everything. Mm-hmm. Those type of actors yeah, on yeah, there, but yeah. you guys were the mainstays of Higher Octave, and uh. And that's the one thing that I remember about all of your CDs was, you know, it, it being from the Narada Higher Octave uh, label. And I was like, well, you guys must be the owners of the label. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly not. I was a second artist uh, signed with them. I met uh, Matt Marshall, who started the label in 86, and uh, I signed with them an album called Half Moon Bay that uh, I did a solo record that was their second release. So, uh, I, I moved from there and, and kind of moved up in the company and then they created this band with Craig. And, um, yeah, we made – I probably did 125 records with them. Is what wow. I, I, made, that I was wow. involved with all those artists. And, 
And uh, it was just the, the sweetest of times, uh, great people, great musicians. And, you know, what I'm noticing, you know, people coming in, a, in and out of your life all the time. And, and sometimes we meet somebody, we know somebody for a while, and we never get in touch again. But all these artists I've worked with, even and musicians that we worked with together, the third floor, when we meet again five years later, ten years together, or whatever we talk about, whatever we reconnect, it's like it was yesterday. It was like a family reunion. There's, some, there's such an intimacy of recording and creating music together that it becomes like a family. So I, I'm grateful to say that when we came back on track with this album, we, we contacted our family. Uh, everybody was on board with more fire than ever. So, William, William, do you think that when you and, and Craig uh, came back together that you guys didn't miss a beat? Um, you know, for being apart for so long and you come back and, and play music again, you didn't miss a beat at all? Well, you know, but in our in our spirit, no. But commercially, we had doubts all along. We just didn't know mm-hmm. what the format wanted anymore. We we come from the old mm-hmm. school where when our first albums came out, we were really kind of ripped up by radio first. They, they mm-hmm. didn't want a flute in there. They didn't want world sound. They didn't want certain things that we were we were doing because we loved that element. And, and at times we did radio edits for them, which was fine. I was happy to do that. But, you know, there was always a, there was a little bit of a controlling aspect of it that, that didn't fit quite well with us. And now we come around and we realize, wow, uh, we're, we're a little on the wild side, but that's the normal now. So maybe we were ahead of ourselves or whatever. But commercial-wise, I, I would say we had doubts all the way through. But that didn't okay. matter. What was, important, what was important to us was could we play music and create something that we enjoy, just like the old days? Could we go back there? And, and we did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Now, 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 going back to that, with you were saying kind of piggybacking, now when radio wouldn't kind of receive your, you guys' music the way that you guys were creating it, uh, now how did you feel is, is cause you, know, uh, you know, you guys came, come from the uh, New Age style music. So uh, so how did that kind of fit into the smooth jazz, contemporary jazz type of mix when you guys were, you know, coming out from the uh, New Age music and everything? The first Third Forge record, in our mind, was a New Age album. Mm-hmm. We were doing this before there was a smooth jazz format. Mm-hmm. And then they told us it was smooth jazz because we had horns in there and we had some funk. And that came mm-hmm. from me from Detroit. So the Detroit element, I'm I'm a I'm an atmosphere new agey guy and I love the funk. And then I mix that with Craig's beautiful classical uh, piano arrangement, orchestrations and that's who we are. Hmm. Yeah, we 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 really I when Third Force was formed, we thought we were making new age with beats. So we you know, again, there was no smooth jazz name. And you know, it's it's almost like we became a smooth jazz artist by default because that was the and and we embraced it. We had no problem going down that road, but it's never really been. We're not real jazz guys. I mean, we're more like we just enjoy creating the music that we enjoy. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's get into some music. We are talking to William Ara and Craig Dobbin, a.k.a. Third Force. They have released a brand new CD called Global Force. And, William, I'm going to let you pick the first song we we hear. Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) We get asked this often, and uh, I I say the same thing. They're they're like my children. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's hard to pick a favorite child. 
Uh, and some of the children were more, you know, required more attention than others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some were troublesome. Some were angels. Um, uh, but so for me, uh, I, I would like to, it's it, my favorite tune, but it's a personal favorite. It'll, it'll be one that will probably never be a radio hit, um, but it has a lot of meaning for me. Uh, Carry On with Lawson Rowland uh, is one that's very dear to my heart. Okay, so tell me the story behind Carry On. Well, Carry On is our ballad. Um, uh, it was written over a, a period of time. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it has some emotion in it. Uh, I worked with a brilliant Nepali uh, uh, flute player, um, and it's difficult to describe, but there was a lot of challenges, in not only personally in my life, but around me and others at this time, uh, loss and so on. And this song was an empowering one for myself personally. And I feel that's the way it kind of works for others. So it's just got a little depth to it and a lot of beauty. All right. This is Carry On.
Absolutely beautiful. That was Carry On from Third Force's brand new release, Global Force. Joe from Germany in the chat room says, ah, that's medicine, which is neither prescription only nor pharmacy only. This is why I love their music. Ah, very nice. Wow. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Now, William, you mentioned the Nepali flute player. Tell us about the group. Is it pronounced Katumba? Yes, Katumba is. They're almost like the Beatles of Nepal. They're. Uh, it's a young group. I, I've known them for eight years now. I've been recording many of them. They're just phenomenal musicians. Uh, tremendously exciting live. They play traditional Nepali instruments, um, but they're young with a lot of energy. And uh, uh, I, I've been fortunate to kind of uh, live at their home for a while and record them over the years. And some of them become teachers in the programs I've started there. So uh, it's just a great group of, of people um, playing uh, traditional instruments with uh, with tremendous spirit. Okay. And can you describe the Bansuri flute? Yeah, the Bansuri flute is a bamboo flute uh, that's played sideways. Uh, and uh, Ruben, the fellow who plays, uh, when I met him, he, I think he was 18, maybe, maybe he was younger than that, but 17 or 18. And uh, I'll never forget because I've only known him a couple of years. I've recorded him quite a bit over the years. He's he's one of the best in Nepal, um, and he now travels the world. But when I first met him, uh, I asked him, uh, the conversation came up, said, are you married? He said, oh, no, no, I'm I'm not married, and, and I'm not taking on a girlfriend yet. I said, oh, oh, well, why is that? He said, well, because I have a master teacher, and it wouldn't be fair to my girlfriend. I'm I'm studying flutes, and this is my life's work, and and I just never heard anything quite like that. That's pretty old school stuff, but that's how dedicated uh, these musicians are to learning their craft. Mm, okay. Now, um, Craig, tell us about who else, all the other artists that are featured on Global Force. You know, I, yeah, amazing, amazing players. I mean, I, William and I feel so blessed to be able to work with some of these amazing players. Derek Edmonton. Uh, on saxophone, just such a extraordinary player and so much spirit in his playing. Um, uh, Mitch Manker on flugelhorn and trumpet. Again, longtime brother of Third Force, amazing, amazing performer. And, of course, Elaine, uh, our longtime uh, collaborator on Third Force um, with uh, his grooves. And, I mean, there's little bits of Elaine all throughout the record. Um, uh, then we have Lawson Rollins, who's new to the third force family. And he, you know, I got to say that Lawson is maybe more responsible than anyone for global force actually coming out. You know, as we worked on the record, there were a lot of times where William and I, you know, we would be busy or we weren't really sure about whether we were going to finish it. Lawson was always there encouraging us. No, guys, you have to. You have to keep going. And he was just our biggest fan throughout this process. So, you know, I really give props to Lawson for making sure that Global Force came out. Another good friend of mine, Brian Brian Mann on accordion on a few tracks. And, of course, the amazing Brian Hughes on guitar. Um, uh, And then the beautiful harp playing of Peter Sterling. So, I mean, just... Again, I, how lucky are William and I that we get to work with so many amazing players? Right, yeah. right. One of my favorite songs um, 
my third force is Here Comes the Night with Peter White. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. He's been on a couple of your your albums along with, um, I believe, Boney James was on one. He was. Yeah. They were both yeah. on Force of Nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, you know a, a quick story. A quick story about Peter, because we when we recorded him in a studio in Santa Barbara, um, and he came in, and we knew what we wanted on guitar, and he sat in the studio, and just amazing performance on Here Comes the Night. You know, just really mm-hmm. transcendent and beautiful. And we, you know, as he finished, um, uh, he looked at us. We said, "Well, do you hear anything else? Is there anything else you want to put on the track?" And he looked at us and says, "I'd love to do accordion." And William and I laughed because we thought he was joking. Um, and he he had this straight face. No, he was dead serious. And so he got out his accordion and played the most beautiful accordion yeah. on there that became so integral to the song. One take. Yeah. One take. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And I've yeah. seen Peter live many times, and he's never played the accordion that I can recall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he is a great accordion player. He really is. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. I'll take your word well, for it. All right. <laughs> now, now, I wanted to ask you guys, when you guys were in the process of making this CD and uh, you guys announced to the fans that you were coming out with a new CD after a 10-year hiatus, what was the fan reaction like? You know, it it was a little slow, frankly, and uh, but, uh, you know, almost suspiciously strong. It's like the... We're we're trying to figure out what it is because they don't know us. They only know the music, and 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 maybe being away for a while is part of it. Is what we're thinking. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's an old saying in Nashville: "How can I miss you if you won't go away?" And mm. I think we've gone for ten years. Uh, uh, there was an attraction there that I, we didn't anticipate. Um, but there's something else happening, and we're not quite sure what it is because when people write us. Uh, either on Amazon or, you know, wherever they make a, a note about music, the the compliments are always very high, and they usually refer to something in their life. I got married to your music. We drove cross-country mm. with my girlfriend. My baby was born when we played your music. Mm. And we've had even people say in a hospice that they would play the music for people who were passing. We've been told our music has been used from birth to death. And I find that to be the most fascinating thing about this whole cosmology of what we call music. It's like it's it, so when they say they're they're happy we're back, I think they're also just happy for those memories and those times they had with our music before, and we're, we're very honored by that. Well, that's nice. That's nice. All right, I'd like to read a review. Um, I have a couple of reviews. This one is from Ronald Jackson from the Smooth Jazz Ride. And he said, in part, from start to finish, there is so much to love about this album. The melodies, the rhythms, the sense of a fat, P-H-A-T, whole sound, and, of course, the skill and effort put into it all. Horns blaze brightly. Saxman Derek Edmondson and trumpeter trombonist Mitch Manneker a manker clearly bring their A game. Keyboards and piano sing eloquently with feeling. The flute calls ever so sweetly, and guitars guide us through the becoming collage. The entire project is just so alive. And you can read the full review at the smoothjazzride.com. That was a nice review from Ronald Jackson there. Yeah, very, very nice. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, Craig, next song. Oh, wow. All right. Well, um, uh, pick your child. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm quite partial to the the last song that we wrote for the record, um, which is actually track number two called Breakout. Um, It's, you know, to me it captures such a – the – what third force is about because we always when william and i approach the music we always try to make a track that you can both turn up and party to we like to say so it has a strong groove you can turn it up and really celebrate or you can turn it down and relax to it so we're always playing with that balance and we call it you know hot on the bottom cool on the top and i think this no. really yeah, 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 yeah. That. yeah okay this That's is that. break breakouts
All right, that was Breakout from Third Force's new release, Global Force. Okay, Craig, you have to tell me about some of the instruments on that song. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, so first of all, I mean, right on the top, right up in front is obviously the amazing Mitch Manker out front on uh, on um, Flugelhorn. Uh, just, a, a, again, an amazing performance that he did. Such a talent. Um, and then behind we have... Uh, you know, you can hear the funk piano, and then it's just, it is literally like, you know, with little elements of world vocals and little mm-hmm. things that we had around and flutes and, you know, our little traditional third, fourth sprinkling of whatever seems to elevate the song. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so now, um, Bill, William, uh, Global Forces on Baja Records. And is this your first label that you guys are on since leaving um, Higher Octave? Yes. Okay. Did the label have... It's been wonderful. I want to add that it's been maybe the best ever. Uh, Yeah. It's been a wonderful relationship and great support from them. Okay, because I was going to ask if the label, you know, if they had any hesitation on signing um, Third Force again since you guys had been, you know, away for so long. Well, we went to we went to uh, the president's living room, put on the music, and played it. And I didn't think I'd ever be in that situation again where I have to sit there and listen to the whole album and don't know what anyone's thinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he was kind of uh, he didn't express much emotion, which is standard. And when it was done, he was ready to sign us right on the spot. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, good. That's good. Um, Joe from Germany says, "I uh, what, hold on, Mike." Joe from Germany says, "I can't imagine it's possible to put in more positive energy into music than this. Absolutely irresistible." Uh, Thank oh, you, Joe. Sweet. Well, you know, on some levels, on some levels, he's right. Uh, because it isn't just Craig and I. We're, 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 we might be the leaders of this team, but we're, we're, we're with a soul group that really has an intention to uplift with music. Mm-hmm. And as we age in this business, we value our time and the preciousness of this even more. And I'm positive that translates to the music, and that's exactly what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay, Mike, you had a question? Yeah, I was going to ask the guys, you know, how have you guys uh, kind of um, adjusted to the way things are done now? Because back, you know, when you guys made Driving Force, you know, social media wasn't as big as it was as it is now. So how have you guys adjusted to the different ways and the different aspects of uh, marketing and promoting your CD through uh, different avenues now? Well, we're we're fast students is all I can say. You're right. This is a very, very different world. Um, and you know, it's like, I, I, although I, we have some experience with social media, having never released something out this way, I can remember, you know, that the release date approached all of a sudden I started panicking and I'm like, Oh my gosh, we got to get our Twitter together. We got to get our Facebook together. We got to get an Instagram account. And it was just like, you know, all those things that I had never thought of, or William and I had never thought of on a release. Um, but you know, it's like it's such a great way to communicate with fans and also mm-hmm. with our soul group. I mean, it's like you know, Shaheen and Sapir from back in the day stopped by and leave little comments on things, and Lawson is there, and Brian and Derek and Mitch, and it's you know, it's been just 
so great to have that avenue to communicate with people and actually hear how people are responding to the music. Well, I think, and I was telling William this um, earlier uh, before uh, the show started, I think it's because, you know, you guys were gone so long that the fans, those of us who know you uh, and who are true fans missed you. And, you know, it's like, well, where are you, you know, I, did you get fans that said, when are you coming back out? When are you releasing another CD? Because um, we missed the music, you know, that type of thing. I think that, was there a lot of that or any of that? I'm sure there was some of that. There definitely was. The minute, you know, we put up a Facebook account, it's people started stopping by and saying, when's the next release? What happened yeah. to you guys? Yeah. So, you know, it's like those little check-ins really, you know, they kept us going. They were like, you know, had us realize that the music actually makes a difference for people. Right, right. Now, both of you were busy um, doing other things during this time. So, Craig, I'm going to start with you with um, composing for film and television. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, I mean, I was – so I started doing that a little bit when Third Force was still going. Um, I was – I worked on pretty much Shark Week since the beginning. So if you've ever watched Discovery Channel Shark Week, you for sure heard my music um, and was able to take that and then did several documentary series for Discovery and National Geographic, some kids shows for PBS, JJ the Jet Plane and um, uh, uh, Betsy's Kindergarten Adventures, which I don't know if you remember, there was an artist on Narada Music, an accordion player named Brian Mann. Um, and he actually moved here to Santa Barbara, and we actually formed a composing partnership where we worked on all those kids' shows together. Um, and most recently, it's been commercials, which is great. I mean, it's like, you know, you think 30 seconds of music is a lot <laughs> – it's a lot different than writing a full song or a full record. Um, and I've been doing those for, you know, companies like Toyota, and um, I just finished one for Zyrtec and Gatorade and, you know, companies like that. So, you know, a very different world, very gratifying world, but a very different world for sure. Now, I was on your website, CraigDobbin.com, and I saw the video of the Aflac duck going through rehab, and you did the music for that? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that commercial, Mike? (laughs) Oh, that was funny. I saw that. I was, that was yeah. like, wow. No, well, cool, cool. Okay, you guys' music has also been heard um, and featured in Sex in the City and also the film One Hour Photo. So that's cool, too. Yeah. 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 All right, so, Bill, tell us about your um, Aura Imports sponsorship project. Yeah, uh, when I, I left the label in 2002 and didn't have much to do, trying to figure out my next stage of my life, and for five years I'd been sponsoring a, a young Tibetan uh, refugee, uh, a, a young girl in northern India, and uh, a group of us sponsors decided we wanted to go over and visit our child, and I hadn't traveled much in my in my life. I've just been kind of focused here in the studio my whole life, and so I thought, mm-hmm well, heck, I'll go over there one time and uh, meet this child and have a little trip and so on. And I didn't realize it would it would change my life dramatically. And I depart in uh, six more days. I'll go back to uh, Nepal, Thailand, Australia, 
um, and it'll be my 33rd time uh, in Nepal since then. Wow. Okay. I got hooked on it, yeah. I started meeting kids over there that needed uh, support for their education, Uh, many of them orphans in different situations in refugee camps. And so I started getting their bios and bringing them back here, and uh, family and friends would start uh, sponsoring kids. And and, and I'm I'm really proud to say we've sponsored over 200 kids since then. And then in 2007, uh, it's a long story. I'll try to spare the details, but I, one of the young boys that we sponsored over there, uh, I, I, we put through college, and uh, he wanted me to come to his village. They never had a school there, and this was in a very remote area of Nepal. Uh, and I was the first uh, uh, Westerner to ever go to this area. It was right after uh, uh, there was a Maoist insurgency there, and Jimmy Carter came out, signed a peace accord, and then it was safe enough to travel there. And I was the first guy out there. Um, after you know a, a real hard time in this area, and uh, came to his village, and they never had a school there ever. And he was he was uh, making Xerox copies of books, and um, um, so we decided to buy a bunch of books and come out and just start a little school program there. And again, I didn't know what I was fully getting into, but a year later, I meet with Craig. He's got his birthday coming up. Uh, I said I would like to buy some land and build a school for these kids. Blah blah blah. We decided to have a birthday party for Craig Third Force Plays, and we raised 2600 bucks, and that was enough to buy one hectare of, of land. And uh, so we built a school, and I'm happy to tell you nine years later, I've got 150 kids there now, and uh, we have uh, music programs there sponsored by the Playing for Change Foundation, and uh, it's become um, – a real light, a real hub of education in this remote area. And I'll be back there in a month, and I'm looking forward to it. Wow, congratulations on that. And I saw on your Facebook page uh, regarding the sewing machines um, program. You know, yeah. Are you, uh, is that yeah, well, still happening? Yes, yes, dear. That, okay. Thank you for uh, offering to talk about that briefly. Um Yes, uh, we, we created a group there uh, six years ago called the Mother Society. It's a group of women who were fed up with the trafficking issue there. Uh, probably mm-hmm. most people don't know, but trafficking is a, is a, is a terrible problem in Nepal. And uh, we're near the Indian border where this village is. So uh, the girls are, are taken all the time uh, across uh, the border there, and uh, their lives are totally destroyed. And there's about 900 girls a month in if you get over there and you see this in front of your face, and you, you get pretty upset about it. And these women kind of had enough, and they wanted to form a group, but they needed some help. So uh, I, I helped them get started with uniforms, things like that, and they created a little play and uh, with music and, and so on, and then they started performing around the area. And then I got them a sponsor uh, through the Planning for Change Foundation that kind of funded them now for the last seven years. And we made a documentary on them three years ago that was uh, played for the Bill Clinton Initiative, and and I'm, I'm proud to say that this work now is being emulated in other areas of Africa, where basically we just fund groups of mothers that want to go out and educate young girls of trafficking and, 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 you know, how they come into the fields and what their lines are and offer marriage and jobs and carpet factories and so on and so forth. We just learned it was very it was very powerful to, to do that education program, and it didn't take much at all to support that effort, but we did it through music. You know, they, they go into a village and they play music first and people stop working and they come gather around and and, uh, and then they do their play where they reenact uh, these situations of men coming in the village and we assign two women in the village uh, to become monitors 
And then if any girls approached by a young man, they take it to the elder women, and they come out with bamboo sticks. I've stood, I've stood there and watched them. And uh, it's really in, a very impressive thing, and it, it started the whole movement. I want to get involved in more social action with music. So we've done many projects uh, using music to really uh, change people's lives and, and get involved. And most recently, I was there twice in Nepal uh, last year. Uh, right after the earthquake, and uh, we built 72 shelters for families there. And I used my music programs and our music students and teachers to do that. It was, it, we call it the Give Me Shelter program, and it was very, uh, very powerful. And I'm just, uh, um, I'm so moved by the power of music and what we can do with that to make change in the world. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations to you on that. Um, Craig, I also wanted to ask you about um, DJ Ro- Robbie Drums. Is, are you guys still uh, yes. working together? <laughs> uh, yeah, Ro- I see Ro- DJ Robbie Drums, or Robbie as I call him, uh, pretty regularly. Um, you know, it's it's so funny as Third Force came out, because I invited Robbie to play with us. I mean, Robbie's busy. He's traveling all over the place. I mean, I went up recently with him to San Francisco where he opened up for the Foo Fighters. Um, and uh, Robbie's like, yeah, I want to play on it, and then he got busy, and the minute it came out and he heard it, he was so upset with himself. <laughs> he said, dude, why didn't you make me play on it? And, uh, <laughs> he really was, and now he's like, you know, he's all about us. He calls me every day and talks about how great the mixes sound and how much he well, wants to have been a part of it, and, and uh, he's just now a huge Third Force fan. Now, the two of you have formed the L.A. Drum Cartel. Tell me about that. Um, uh, so, you know, I, 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 that's a very interesting collaboration because it's really bringing my kind of symphonic, orchestral, dramatic chops in with more of kind of an electronic dance uh, uh, element. And we use that then uh, in terms of fil- uh, scoring. So we've done... Um, scores for some K1. We did the score for um, uh, another project called Live Real Change. So we're actually bringing together kind of the symphonic with the DJ realm to kind of see what we can do in that domain. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, Bill, the the next song we're going to listen to, what will it be? Oh, my goodness. This is fun. Uh, (laughs) Well, um, well, I I think compassion, passion is the one I would recommend. Okay, and it's one that that went through many many permeations to get to where it is. If you would have heard earlier versions, you would highly recognize it. And uh, um, and it's one that I kind of thought was kind of a B track. I didn't think it would be maybe as strong as it as it is, but. We've been getting great response from people on it, and I'm kind of hearing it differently, and I'm, I'm kind of feeling maybe what other people are hearing. So this is kind of a newfound pleasure for me, this track. All right. Compassion, passion.
Passion, Passion. There you go. That is brand new from Third Force. Their new release is called Global Force. You can find that now on Amazon and iTunes. Um, Guys, we're so happy to have you on the show. Thank you so much for giving Mike and I an opportunity, Mr. William and Mr. Craig. Yes, definitely. Our pleasure. Completely our pleasure. Thank you for just, thank you for your support of the music and thank you for what you do, actually bringing, you know, smooth jazz artists on to talk to you and the fans. It's just, it's a great privilege to be with you both. Oh, it's our pleasure. Uh, One more comment from Joe. Uh, He says, this title has some really unexpected twists. That's exactly authentic, how only life can be. And I do want to read the last review. This one is from Music Design E-Review. It says, the duo's joyful mix of edgy grooves and whimsical wonderlust is colored throughout with a fun, expansive synthesis of sounds. Listeners will enjoy the cool, retro-simmering soul, horns, hypnotic keyboard, intertwining sax, and more. And that was from Music Design E-Review. A um, couple of good reviews there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Happy uh, to have and you. And I back. love the music too. Love the music. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, so Mike. So William, let let everyone know where they can find you on the web and your music. Well, just go on our Facebook page. And well we have thirdforcemusic.com, but uh just go to Third Force on Facebook. Anybody wants to find out about anything we're doing, just go to Craig Dobbin and or William Moore on Facebook and connect with us directly. Okay. And Craig Yes. You have well you have the CraigDobbin.com, so I wanted to just make yeah, sure everyone oh, yeah, went there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely you can go to CraigDobbin.com if you're interested in any of my film and T V work. But yeah, the Facebook page for Third Force is the best way and William and I are very responsive to messages we receive there. So, you know, if you want to reach out, we'll get right back to you. Okay. We're, we're you actually can also- asking you to reach out. We're, we're asking people, please reach out. Let us know what you feel about it, how you think about it, because uh, this is something we need to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can also follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Third Force Music. Um, so definitely go there and follow them. You can keep up with them. Um, any plans on touring, concerts coming up? You know, we are starting to put together our our band for the summer, so we are open and available. So, you know, if there's some place that that any of our fans or listeners wants us to play, reach out to us, contact the promoter, tell them you'd love to have Third Force, and we'll do our best to get out there. All right. I've never seen you guys live. I've never seen, over all these years, I've never seen you live, so I would definitely love to see you uh, perform. Well, then we'll have to get out to Vegas and play. Yeah, well, you know, I'm only a four-hour drive from California, so if you have Spogs or okay. Humphreys or, you know, someplace okay, like great. that, Yoshi's, yeah, I can drive down there. Not a problem. Not a problem. Right. All right. Well, yeah. William and Craig, welcome back to the smooth jazz world. We're happy to have you back. <laughs> Thank, you. And Thank you. And congrats Been too long. on the new- Been too long. Yes. Way too long, way too long. We're happy to have you back. Thank you so much. Yeah, again, and, and, and thank you, Terry and Mike. Uh, this this can't happen without you guys. I mean, this is all one big cosmology here, and I'm so grateful to have stations like you, that you people like you that want to, you know, participate and make this part of your life. So uh, it's nice to finally meet you, and I thank you for what you do. 
Oh, thank you. And I want to let you know that our shows are archived. Uh, we broadcast here on blogtalkradio.com. The shows are archived, and they're also available on iTunes. So people can go, and uh, we get a lot of downloads on our shows. So the right. shows will be you know, downloaded, and people will be able to go back and listen to this show at any time. Congratulations. Awesome. Great job. All right. All right. Well, thank you again, William and Craig. It's been our pleasure to have you on Talking Smooth Jazz. Our pleasure to be with you. All right. Bye-bye you guys have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. That was William Aura and Craig Dobbin, a.k.a. Third Force. Their new release is called Global Force. It's available on Amazon and iTunes. You can find them on Facebook. Also follow them on Twitter at Third Force Music. All right, Mike, anything happening in your area? Um, not much in the area. Um, so just just uh, getting ready for the uh, festival season to start and everything. That's about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. But, yeah, but uh, I'm 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 just happy that, that we had a chance to talk to uh, Third Force because uh, you know when I first got into smooth jazz, they were one of the groups that you know early on that I started purchasing music of. I mean, uh, like the Force of Nature, Force Seal, uh, General Force. I mean, I, I, I mean, I have them all, sir. Yeah, I know. I, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I, I'm a, been a big fan of myself, so I'm happy to have them back. And yeah. uh, I want to thank Joe from Germany for suggesting that we um, bring them on the show because he asked if we could do that. So thank you, Joe, for your that suggestion. Yes. Joe is the and, Joe is the third person of of, of the uh, talking school <laughs> jazz team. So that's yeah. right. He's just, <laughs> we love you, Joe. Yeah. You know that. That's we love right, you. Joe. <laughs> Joe, all the way in Germany. We love Joe from Germany. That's, that's right. for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome. Uh, welcome. Thank you again for those in the chat room for joining us. We appreciate um, having you listen, tuning in. Um, if you're listening to our archive show, thank you for doing so. All right, Mike, I will be in touch. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.